Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast with Dr. Karen Kambule, where we search the scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Download to this episode, share it with your friends and family. Stay blessed. Remember to make the Word of God your anchor. Thank you for tuning in to Word Anchor Podcast. Today's episode is titled Living a Blessed Life. I know that the word blessing most of the time is associated with prosperity. It is associated with living a good life. It is associated with having everything that you desire. And in this time and this season, it may be difficult for some to even look at their lives as a blessed life. In the past few days and weeks, I have spoken to some people, precious young people, that have had different challenges in life. And the challenges have made them to look at life in a negative light, where they seem to have lost hope because of the challenges that they face. One of them, for example, says, I have left my job and went to study. But then life was good when I was working. And now that I am no longer working, things are too difficult. It is a struggle to make ends meet. It is a struggle to even ask for help when they need help. And they look at the issues and they're asking themselves, what is God saying about these issues? Why is God allowing me to suffer this way? Do I have to suffer every time for me to get something that I desire to have? Or even just the simple things. I need to eat. I need a place to stay. I need clothes on my back. Do I have to suffer all the time for me to get these things. Life is difficult. The other one says, I have qualified. I am looking for a job and I haven't gotten anything. And life is very difficult. So these two young people are looking at life in the eyes of the suffering and the pains that they are going through. They are looking at life in the eyes of money that they do not have. They are looking at life in the eyes of the provision that they need and they do not have. They are also looking at life in terms of what other people are achieving and the things that they are not able to achieve at this present moment. And both are young people that are educated. And it is said to listen to a young person that says, I have studied, I have done what I needed to do. And they were probably expecting that once I graduate, then doors will be open for me. Once I get this qualification, then I will have everything else that I need. And right now, without a job, they look at life in a negative way. It is discouraging for them to have a qualification and not have a job. At this time, many other people have lost jobs. People have lost their businesses. With lockdown and everything that has come with this COVID-19, people have suffered a lot. People need just food on their table. People wish to have their jobs back. People wish to have their businesses. I know I've read somewhere where other people were saying, I started a business shortly before lockdown and then lockdown happened and I lost everything. And such a person would say, I've put all that I had and I have nothing else to start again with. Am I blessed or am I cursed? Am I living a blessed life or a cursed life? Is the blessing of God over my life 
only measured in terms of the financial status or the provision that I have. Is, is the blessing of God limited to the money in the bank, the car that I drive, the house wherein I live, or the wife or the husband that I have? Now, if all of these things are not available for me, or I don't have them at this present moment, am I still a blessed person? There's so much suffering in the world. The other day I saw a little baby on social media where the child was left in a church by their own mother. Well-dressed, beautiful little one. We don't know the circumstances that have driven this young lady to leave her own child for somebody else to take the child and take care of that child. So when things are bad in life, are we blessed or have we moved from the blessing of God or has God taken the blessing away from us? Because you see, your circumstance can make you despondent. You may end up losing hope. Some people even kill themselves because of the situation, the circumstances they find themselves in. Despondency is rife right now because people have serious challenges. People have genuine challenges. People have found themselves in positions where they had not even dreamt they would be back in. Because you see, once you were probably poor and then you had a job and then you lost everything, are you still a blessed person? There are disparities between men and women. We find women struggling even more to make ends meet and yet they are still burdened with raising children in areas where the father is not there. So you find a difference, a vast difference between men and women. Some women are doing the same job but not earning uh, the same salary as the men or the male counterpart. There is a big gap between the rich and the poor. Inequality is rife. Big gap between black and white in terms of what we have, the money in the bank, the houses we have, and a whole lot of things that we have termed as blessings. And it is these things that will make a person think that I'm actually cursed. You try to knock at doors and the doors are closed before your face. You try to sell something and nobody buys. You try to get a job and nobody hires you. Are you a blessed person? When we look at the word blessing, there is a Hebrew word, Barak, and this word it means to praise, to congratulate, or to salute. And this is the word that is used many times in the book of Genesis. We see it when God blesses the man which he had made, the male and the female. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28, it says, Then God said, Let us make men in our own image. According to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over every little thing that moves on the earth. Genesis 1 verse 26 to 28. Now, God had created the man that he said he was going to create in his own likeness. And when he put that man on this earth, he blessed that man. But then it says it was male and female. He blessed them. When he blessed them, he said they must have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, and over every creeping thing that creeps on this earth. And then in his blessing, he said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, 
have dominion. Now, that is the word Barak, to be blessed, to bless, to be praised, to salute. And in some instances, it even talks to a curse. But now God put men and that woman in the garden, Adam and Eve, and he blessed them. Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion. We have associated a blessing with money. We have associated a blessing with houses. We have associated a blessing with cars. We have associated a blessing with marriage. If you are married, then you are blessed. We have associated a blessing with children. And this blessing here, this Barak that the Lord God spoke over the man and the woman, it spoke about certain things happening in the life of a person. It wasn't talking about the end result. These are words that propels a person forward, telling the male and the female what they should do. It says, be fruitful and multiply. God didn't say to the male and the female, you are fruitful and we are multiplying. He said, be fruitful. And it is a blessing. He says, multiply. He says, fill the earth, subdue it. So God tells the man and the woman what they ought to do. He's not telling them what they will have. He says, do something. It is a blessing. It is not something given but it is something that one does. Be fruitful and multiply. It is not a passive thing. You do not sit and wait for certain things to happen, but you rise up and do something. And because the words are already spoken by God, then the results will be as the word of the Lord God has said. Now, when we saying we are blessed, we are actually expecting a job to come to our lap. We are expecting to have money in the bank and we forget that the blessing is actually you making the money. The blessing is in the doing. It is you taking part in what God has already ordained. He says be fruitful and multiply. So when you are sitting and you are doing nothing, you are not being fruitful. Now, when you are doing something, you are blessed. You are walking in the blessing. If you look at your life as a child of God, as a human being living on this earth, are you being fruitful? Before you can say, I am cursed, I have bad luck, everything is not working for me. What are you doing? Because this word says, as a blessing from God to men, be fruitful and multiply. When you look at your life, what are the fruits that are coming out of your life? Because you can have a tree and it doesn't bear fruit. Then the tree is not being what it is supposed to be, a bearer of fruit. It is there, it's existing, but it is not doing anything. Now the blessing from God says that tree must multiply. So for that tree to be living in a blessing, it must multiply. We must see the fruits to show that it is actually blessed. Now, when you are not being fruitful, you are not living in the blessing of God. However, because we have defined blessing as the end result, which is the money instead of being fruitful, in making money. We think that your blessing is at the time and at the point where you have the money in the bank. Whereas the blessing according to God in the first person that he blessed, the male and the female, it was in them being fruitful. He was actually predisposing them to being successful in multiplying, in being fruitful. He was saying to them, I'm actually giving you the ability you must then do something about it. So the blessing of the Lord God is already given, but you must live in it. You must live it. You must do something about it. You can have all the blessing in the world, but if you're not going to stand up and do something, there will not be any fruitfulness in your life. 
you will not multiply anything. I said to the one person, the young person that I was speaking to, I asked her, what did you study? She told me. And then I asked her, what is it that you can do? Can you sell something? She said that I teach a young person. I'm actually assisting a young person with their study, a child, actually. Then I said to her, if you are good in doing that, whilst you are waiting for a job, is it not then an opportunity for you to do something? Can't you gather young people where you are after school, help them with homework and charge a fee? So you see, her challenge is I don't have a job and therefore I don't have money. And because I don't have money, then I cannot afford to buy the things that I wish to buy. And because I cannot afford those things, then I am poor, you know. But God says, be fruitful and multiply. So that which God has given you, he has given you the brains, use it. He has given you the education, use it. So if you can be able to coach children, if you can be able to assist children with homework, if you can be able to do something after school for them, even just taking care of them and get paid for it, then you're being fruitful and multiplying in that which God has given you. Some other people may not be able to do what you can do. God will give them another opportunity. So you see, the blessing is already there. Yours and mine is to use that blessing, do something about it, be fruitful and multiply. Now, the men and the woman that were in the garden, though they sinned, the blessing of God did not disappear. They became fruitful and multiplied. They still had children. They multiplied whatever was available for them. God had given the men and said, till the land. In other words, if the fruits in the land where you are are not being fruitful, it means that you are not tilling the land. If you are not plowing anything, Adam, then there will not be fruits. Because God gave the first fruits, but you must then till the land so that there can be more fruit and more vegetables in the very same land that God had put you in. So the blessing of the Lord God requires action from us. He says, be fruitful and multiply. You do something about it. Do something. There is a situation in your life. Do something about it. Leave the blessing. Live in the blessing. Do something about it. So you are not being fruitful. It doesn't mean that you're not blessed. You are blessed. You must just stand up and start living the life of fruitfulness. Do something around your life. There must be something. If you cannot teach a child, you can wash clothes. You can bake something. You can do gardening. There is something that you can do. Unless then you say, I have no hands and feet. But we also see cases of people that don't have hands and feet, but they use their mouth to become fruitful. And they motivate people and they teach people and they encourage people and they get paid for doing that. Living a blessed life requires you to rise up and do something. You cannot sit and say, I am not blessed when God had blessed the male and the female. The greatest thing about this scripture is that God blessed them before he even gave them a name. Therefore, he blessed the male and the female. It was not just Adam and Eve. It was the male and the female that he had made. He had created. So the blessing that we have is the blessing that God gave to the male and the female right in the garden before they even became Adam and Eve. You and I, as a male and a female person, have this very same blessing. God blessed the animals, but then he made men and blessed the men and said, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the very animals that I've created. Have dominion over the very earth that I've created. It is men that are purifying the very earth that God has created. 
Man is building beautiful buildings on this very earth that God has made. Man is being fruitful. When God looks at the earth, he created it and he put the animals, he put the trees, he put the fish and the birds of the air and the human being. But the human being is the one that has been making this earth to be fruitful. It is the human being that tills the land. It is the human being that uses the soil to make bricks and build beautiful buildings. It is the human being that innovates and invents things that we are having on this earth right now. So man has, has been fruitful from the beginning and man is multiplying. And this is not about multiplying children. It is about multiplying that which God puts in your hand. Jesus Christ spoke about the parable where three people were given talents. One was given five, one was given two, one was given one. Now the one that had five multiplied and had ten. The one that had one talent did not multiply that talent. He hid it and when the owner of the talents came back and said, give me an account of what I had given you. This one did not have anything. He said, master, I knew you are a very tough and a difficult man. You want to receive where you had not sown. But he had been given a talent. So the master was expecting this person to use that which he had given him to multiply. Now, there are many people that seem or look at life or look at themselves as cursed people simply because there is nothing happening in their lives. But God has given us that blessing and the blessing of the Lord God remains even now. God said, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion. It is us that can stand up against the things that are stopping our multiplication. Subdue it, have dominion. Somebody will say, I have bad luck. God says, subdue the earth, have dominion. God says, you can do something about your situation. Somebody will say, I have been bewitched. That is why this and that is not happening. God says, subdue, have dominion. So if there is a spirit that is standing against you, God says, have dominion. Subdue that, have dominion over it. Therefore, you can be able to stand against it because God has given it to you. You and me are predisposed to multiplying and being fruitful. So if there is trouble in your life, God is looking at you to say, use the blessing, use the blessing. Sometimes we look at the time that it takes for us to receive that which we've been praying for. And during that time, we think that God has not blessed us. We cry and we moan and we cry some more and we go to God and we complain, God, why is this thing and that thing not happening? Whereas there's something that you can do whilst you wait. Let us look at the life of Abraham. God said to him in Genesis chapter 12, verse 2 to 3, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. God had blessed also Noah and said, be fruitful and multiply. So he goes to Abraham and he says, get out of your father's house. Go into the country that I will show you and give you. I will bless you. I will make you a great nation. In other words, you don't have children, but you'll have more children that will become a nation. Now, if you were to walk with Abraham for the whole 25 years where he was waiting for the promised son, you might have looked at Abraham and said, Abraham, you are blessed with flocks. You are blessed with servants. You are blessed with money, but you're not blessed with a child. There are people that don't have children right now and they look at themselves as people that are cursed. But there is so much 
that God has given them other than that which is a child. So Abraham lived a blessed life from the moment God said, I will bless you. When God said, you'll be a great nation, God had already predisposed Abraham to be a great nation, even though he didn't have a son. All that needed to happen in Abraham's life, it was to do that which has to be done so that a child can come to the earth. And at the right time, when it was time as God had spoken and spoke in the hearing of Sarah by this time next year, that was 25 years later, by this time next year, you shall have a child and Sarah had the child. But between year one from the day of blessing to year 25, Abraham was waiting as he waited, there were a whole lot of other things that were blessing in his life. You'd remember that he went after the five kings that came and took Lot and his wife and children. And when he came back from that battle, he came back with a whole lot of things. He came back with wealth. He actually, he took away the things that belonged to those kings that had taken Lot and brought them with him. He even blessed um, the servant of God, Melchizedek and gave him a tenth of the spoil. So you may think that you are not blessed simply because you don't have a job, but you may have a child. You, you, you may have multiplied by having a child. You, you may think that you are not blessed because you don't have children, but you may have multiplied by having money. You may think that you are not blessed because you don't have money and you don't have children, but you may have been blessed by having a family that loves you. And, and you may be blessed by being a blessing to others. You may not have children, but you may be in a position to show love to other people and be a blessing to other people. You may not have children and money, but you may be able to speak words that will encourage people. You'll be multiplying joy and happiness in this world, but you look at yourself and you judge yourself as not blessed because you don't have money, because you don't have a job, and because you don't have a business. I want to encourage you today to look at the blessing of God in totality. God says, be fruitful and multiply. At the right time, God gave Abraham a son. And at the right time, the son of Abraham had children. At the right time, the son of Isaac had children. The one that was blessed in the lineage that was pre-planned by God. And Israel today is a nation. From the 12 tribes of Israel is one big nation. From one blessing from God. And the one that was blessed did not even live to see all of those people, but he lived to see his son, Isaac. He lived to see the riches that God had given him as a blessing. But you see, Abraham had to do something for that blessing to materialize. You are blessed. God said, be fruitful and multiply. And the blessing of God does not change. You may go into trouble. You may face challenges in life. Things may not be working out for you right now, but you ought to live in the blessing of God. Ask God, Father, I know that the vision is for me to reach there. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a, a business person. I, I want to make money. I, I, I want to be a servant of God. I want to do this and that in the future. I see it. I have that vision. I can see it in the future. But right now, how do I become fruitful? What is it that I can multiply? And that multiplication cannot be only in money. That multiplication cannot be only in children. God's blessing is in totality. The blessing of God is not affected by situations and circumstances. 
The fact that you don't have a job right now, it doesn't mean that you are not blessed. You can be able to multiply other things other than the money because the time for the money has not yet come for you. You can be able to be a blessing to a old person, multiply the comfort of an old person in the meantime whilst you're waiting for your job. There are people that are taking care of grandmothers and grandfathers in their own families and that person does not have a job. Sometimes the ones that have money, the ones that have jobs and houses and uh, cars and their own children may think they are blessed. But you find that the one that is taking care of their mother and their father, whilst the others are making money in businesses and in their jobs, they may think themselves more blessed than the one that is actually multiplying the comfort of their parent. Could you not just look at a blessing in the eyes of God? where you are multiplying. What are you multiplying? Every good thing. Every good thing in this earth, multiply it. It is not a blessing to multiply theft. It is not a blessing to multiply murder. But it is a blessing to multiply joy and happiness. It is a blessing to multiply comfort, support, service. It is a blessing. When you are done taking care of that old woman or old man, and they are about to go and rest. They may even release a bigger blessing because every time you bring them food, they look at you and think, I am blessed to have this child. You are looking at them thinking, if it was not this old woman, I would be in town looking for a job. I want you to look at the blessing of God in the way God sees it. He says, multiply, subdue, have dominion. It doesn't say multiply only money. Multiply. That which must be multiplied, it is your responsibility to do it. You may take time to receive the money, the job, the business, but you must do something. There is no one that has a business that comes down from heaven. You must build up that business. You must start it. It is you that must multiply the sales in your company. It is you that must multiply your product. It is you that must multiply your marketing so that you can attract the sales. It is you that must go and put your applications in every place where they say there's openings. So your blessing does not come to your lap while you're sitting at home. Your blessing comes by you doing something about it. The blessing of God is invoked by actions. So child of God, before you go crying before the father, before you go say that um, this whole Christianity thing is not working for me, because I've been praying for a job and I haven't gotten the job. Look around you. What is it that you can multiply whilst you're waiting for a job? What is it that you can do and be fruitful whilst you're waiting for a job? There are people that go to the church. They clean up the church day in, day out. And God rewards them. There are old women that may not wake up to a job in their lifetime. But they go to the church and they multiply the cleanliness in the church. And when people come and step into a clean place and there's joy in their hearts, the Lord is looking at that old woman and say, she is a blessed one. She is doing something. She is multiplying in my house. You may be only responsible in the church for singing. You are multiplying worship in the church. We who are not gifted in voice, we are able to follow and send a sweet melody to heaven by the very voice that God has given you. You are blessed. It may not be working out the way you want it right now, 
But I want to say to you, child of God, you are blessed of the Lord. Live a life of blessing. Do not despise the little things that God has put in your way. It may be that God wants you to multiply the joy and the comfort right now whilst you are waiting for your job, whilst you are waiting for your business. Be fruitful and multiply in the area that God has given you. In the office, you may not be the CEO of the company. You may be just the receptionist. Multiply courtesy in the company. When people walk into that company, they find you smiling, ready to serve. And you may think that, no, the people that are blessed are the CEOs because they earn a whole lot of money. You are blessed. Multiply right there where you are. The Bible says, the blessing of the Lord make it rich and adds no sorrow to it. But it is God that teaches you how to make wealth. But it is you that must make the wealth. So do not be despondent, child of God. It may not be the way you want it, but begin to look at opportunities of things that you can multiply. Begin to have dominion over the situations that you are facing. Some of you are not having jobs because there are spirits that are stopping or there are walls that have been built that are stopping you from getting a job. So you must be fruitful, you must multiply, but you must have dominion. You must rule. So with dominion, you begin to take charge. You begin to stand up and cast the spirits that are blocking your way. Because God says be fruitful, but something is stopping you from being fruitful. But God says to you, have dominion. You are blessed. Dominate. Rule. Multiply. Fill the earth. Subdue it. Subdue the earth. Subdue the situation that you are facing. Do not sit and cry and moan and be depressed and be anxious. There is something that you can do. Find joy in the little things that seem not to be important, but before the eyes of God they are. Jesus Christ spoke about a man that um, fell into robbers and a, a priest walked by and did not help the man. And a Levite also passed by and did not help the man. And a good Samaritan came and helped the man. This Samaritan paid for, for someone to take care of this person that was hurt. Now, he had provided care to the man. He had provided help to the man. He had provided the finances needed by the sick person to be taken care of. So you may not be using money, but you can provide care. The Levite and the priest their jobs seem like it is work that they can do in the temple. But their jobs there in that incident were to pick up the man, assist him, take care of him, multiply the man's comfort. That is being blessed. Take that opportunity. Help someone. Multiply peace in somebody's life. Multiply joy in somebody's life, even your own. You will begin to see yourself as a blessed person even if you have nothing. A lot of us know the story of Mother Teresa. She had nothing financially. She didn't look at life in the eyes of having a car, having beautiful clothes, having a big house, having everything that seems to be nice in the eyes of men. But her joy was in giving to the poor. Her joy was in taking care of other people's needs. She multiplied comfort. She multiplied care in this earth. And you might be sitting at home thinking, because I don't have a job, then I'm not blessed. Think about Mother Teresa. She did great things. She multiplied in ways that probably you and me have not done in this earth. So 
I want you not to despise the circumstances where you are in right now, but to look beyond the financial issue you have. Look beyond the little things or the big things that you do not have right now. You may not be rich, but you may be rich in prayer. You may not be rich financially, but you may be rich in praying for someone. Do that. Multiply prayers. Send many prayers to heaven on the behalf of other people. Because God said, multiply. God said, be fruitful. Praying for other people is being fruitful. You may look at yourself and think, I am a pastor. I have a small church and the offering basket is not getting filled every single day. And therefore, I cannot afford this and that. Multiply the work of God that God has called you to do. That is the blessing of the Lord God upon your life. It may be that a car is coming later on. But if your focus is on the car, you may end up like some of these servants of God, even the genuine ones whose focus is on making money in the church. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with money. That money is the silver and gold that belongs to our Father and it is on this earth for us to have. But if your focus is on thinking of a blessing as in the money, then you will not take the opportunity of being a blessing in somebody else's life without the money. Jesus Christ said, the son of man has no way to lay down his head. But the son of man went about multiplying healing, multiplying food, giving other people food that he did not even have. He became a blessing in his community, in his time when he was here on this earth. And there you are sitting thinking, because I don't have a job, then it means I'm cursed. We're not talking about luck here. We're talking about the blessing of God. Someone may think this one is lucky. They apply for a job once and they got it. I'm not lucky. We don't talk luck. We are children of God. We talk blessing. And God has blessed us. You are blessed, child of God. Yours is to walk in the blessing. Walk in that blessing. Stand up. Look around you. What can you do for other people? The blessing of the Lord God is not money only. The blessing of the Lord God is not only tangible things. But when you multiply, when you become fruitful in every good work, you are blessed indeed. And I pray that you will look at life in a positive way. I know how it feels to have money and I know how it feels not to have it. I was unemployed for nine months. I know what it means to be broke. I know what it means to be needy. I also know how it feels like to receive things from other people. You may think you're not blessed, but there's somebody taking care of your needs. That is a blessing from God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and give you peace. You are blessed of God. Stand up, be fruitful, multiply, subdue, have dominion. In the name of the Lord Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. Please share with your family and friends. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback also and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.